Nah, bro, you're lying. I swear, I can't even speak the language. Oh wow, wow, yeah. bro, wow. London yes, is dead. Yeah, hundred percent. This country was built on immigrants itself. Yeah, yeah. How was it? How was it taste like when you first actually taste like chicken? I don't care what anyone <laughs> says. Snake <laughs> tastes like chicken. I swear, it not even like man. It tastes like chicken. Hi guys, welcome back to Airtime Prime, and this is, I don't know what podcast is it anymore. Um, <laughs> before I do that, listen, watch this. I'm suffering. Uh, watch this. Right. believe Instagram is a lie. Because we're not broadcasting our failures, and we're not posting our challenges, and we're not uploading all of our weaknesses. No, we're only showing you the good stuff. And just because we're only showing you the good stuff doesn't mean there's not some bad stuff that we're walking through. And the only way you're gonna walk into amazing things is when you get your eyes off of the grass on the other side and you get focused where you are. Please so, believe Instagram. Welcome back to Airtime Prime. This is a first introduction video. It is from Rich Wilkinson. And thank you for tuning in. And we have, what do you think about this? This video so far. What do I think about it? Yeah, I think I think that people only tend to share the good moments because they're feeling good. They want to share it, and I think I think that's just the way the human nature works, right? It's like if I'm feeling great and I'm something's going on in my life which I'm proud of or I'm I'm very happy about, I'm more likely to tend to share it. Like I'm not gonna go and start sharing like my deepest like issues and struggles and things I go through because that's I'm I'm a bit more vulnerable in that moment. So I think, I think it only makes sense that people share like the good moment. For that reason, we have a, a guest today. He's a black man traveler and he has traveled all across the world. So today we have a discussion about, cause he traveled a lot as I have traveled before. So we introduce, uh, we introduce black man traveler. Welcome to <laughs> the greatest show today. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on people? What's going on bro? How's things? How are you doing? I'm not too bad, brother. How are you, yeah, man? Not too bad. Not too bad. Thank you for coming in Thank our you. show. Thank you. No, man, it's my pleasure, obviously, to come on here and obviously to network and, you know, so I can understand more about your platform and you guys can understand me as a person as well. Yeah. And also, why do you call yourself a black man traveler? <laughs> you know what? Um, so I was 14 and um, my name, obviously, my real name is Amir. But obviously, you know, when you're young and you're going through trials and tribulations, mm. I was in an era when grime was the thing. And obviously I used to call myself T-Boy. And then um, I said to myself, okay, I need to change my name. Uh -huh. So I looked in the mirror and I said, to, and then I said, okay, I'm black, but what goes with black? Then I had a little bum fluff. Okay, so I called myself black man. And then what got me into the traveler was um, this year, January, when I started like proper YouTube. And I, I just added the traveler, so black man, the traveler. A pretty cool name. Yeah, thank you. Say. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love the name. Uh, you're the first person that I know personally. Yeah, yeah. Who do hitchhiking? Yeah, like going to rural places. Like, yeah. do actually do document? Do you get where I'm coming yeah, from? Because yeah, I yeah. don't. I've traveled 26 countries so far yeah. in my lifetime, and I've not met many black people. I'll say I can even do a handful. Yeah, like there's not many black people who do like backpacking, yeah. hitchhiking to like. You're going to Pakistan next year. Yeah, you're 100%. So there's loads of people wouldn't go for that. Yeah. To get where I'm coming from, unless yeah. there is a reason to travel to. Yeah. But that's what that's what I want to know. I want to know what makes you travel. Like what makes you, what gives you the drive to want to see the rest of the world. And you know what happened? Basically, um, I moved to Australia two years ago. 
in um, 2018. I left the UK 2017, December. And then um, when I went to Australia, obviously I was going through trials and tribulations. Like I was part of the bad, I was mixing, I was mixing around with the bad people in life, you know? So um, obviously um, I had to change my perspective in life. Mm. And then um, I met my partner. Um, so then, yeah, it, it was in Australia. And then there was one girl I went to school with. She said to me, Amir, you should start a YouTube channel. I didn't, I thought, okay, she's just talking nonsense. Cause I was traveling before that, but I wasn't documenting it. You know what mm. I mean? Cause I'm not really into that social media platform. And obviously um, she kept on hassling me, Amir, Amir, start YouTube, start YouTube. Like what you're doing is sick. You're in Australia, you're a black man. You're in Australia, you know, like you're seeing snakes. Is that, is that what she said? You're a black yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was like, look, like they ain't no black brother or color person in general yeah. that come from an inner city part of London that's in Australia. Cause Australia is known for, for like racism. Yeah. Like, like, let's be honest. Us colored people are not treated equally over there, and I've seen it with my own eyes. There's many places, there. not just in um, yeah, yeah, not just in Australia. Yeah. Many places, I'll yeah, say. yeah, yeah. So we're basically we're trying to get a girl that who moved to China to teach. Wow, she's um she's a black herself as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's she hasn't turned up yet, but she will come in near near podcast. Okay. So um, she actually moved to China for yeah. two or three years, and she started teaching. How much racism she faced yeah. in China. We we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. But there, there's a lot in the in majority of the world that black people get treated really bad. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think not just black. I think people of color in general. If they, if you know, what I mean, I think even Asian brown people, people, yeah, people, yeah, brown people yeah, Caucasian. Yeah. Bro, I've seen I've seen racism on the eyes. Yeah. But yeah, so basically, I was in Australia, and then she just kept on like hassling me. Look, start YouTube, start YouTube. So I looked into it because I thought, wow, this girl like. There's a you know certain things happen in your life, and I think God's put you in that time and era. You know, so mm -hmm. obviously, I think. If she keeps on hassling me, it means God sent her for a reason. Mm -hmm. So I looked into it and then what happened is I typed um, black YouTubers from the UK. Mm. The majority were females. There was no guys that were doing it. And then I typed um, Asian YouTubers from the UK. There wasn't, there wasn't a lot of people doing it, you know? So then I was like, okay, um, cool. So I literally, I thought, you know what? Boom. I bought my camera last year, last year. I think it was like last year, July. No, mm. I bought my camera last year, August. I had, I haven't, from this day, I don't know really, I don't know much about cameras, I'll be honest with you. I'm like, I'm more raw, like when you watch my content. So I bought my camera, I thought, you know what, cool. So I finished my second year this year, January in, uh, in Australia. I said, cool, I'm going to pick certain countries that I want to go to, but mm. these countries that I'm going to pick, I want to do it raw. So then, cool. First country was Vietnam. And then it started from there, man. Yeah. So after Vietnam, what kind of, what, what, when you actually start recording, but yeah, yeah. Is that, before you went to Vietnam from Australia, yeah, yeah. No, did, you, did, you, did you start recording as soon as you arrived to the place? So what happened is basically, um, I was I was doing mini, mini blogs, but I didn't document it. So in Australia, you got to do farm work. You got to do like agricultural work to, to get your second year, third year. And I was picking yeah. watermelons. And um, the money was good, but man, there were snakes going past my foot. Um, I killed a snake. I killed like four or five brown snakes. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> with like, um, with a shovel. You know, I've seen uh, kangaroos. I've seen crazy stuff in Australia. And then um, I was actually filming it, but I didn't put it on YouTube because I was a bit like, ooh, I was a bit skeptical mm. how people are going to feel about that. So when I went to Vietnam, my first video, I don't know if you guys saw it, but I tried snake. I, I literally ate a snake. Yeah, there's a lot of people do that. Yeah, I, saw, yeah. I saw that in um, in Thailand. Yeah. They cut off and then they actually drink um, yeah, their, yeah, their, yeah. Their, their blood. Yeah, that's it sounds it, it sound weird, but yeah, I, would, yeah. um, I seen it with my own eye. I was like, nah, not for me. Would no. you try it? If I had my boys around and then 
Is it? Is if you have a good people around, yeah, I would yeah. do it. I would if you do it. Huh? I would if you do it. <laughs> one ones. Yeah, I would do it. I would definitely do it. But um, I wouldn't do it just alone. If it's a food delicacy in that country, and I said to you, look, guys, it's like one of the main dishes. Would you try it? Yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it a go. Um, I've ate the insects in Malaysia. Oh wow! So I was um traveling, not traveling. I was doing a, a volunteer work. Yeah. In Malaysia in 2014, and like we're running out of food, and the guide was like, hey, "You can eat this." It was actually live maggots, live like it's live moved, maggots. live maggots. So we picked. <laughs> it sounds so weird to say. We picked it up, yeah. we chew it. Yeah, it it tastes like um I don't know like it tastes good. I would oh. say. Like, Conchi. Yeah. He just, just spoke about eating a snake. And I know, just, I know. Like, uh-huh, but you know is, it, it was like, <laughs> it was in jungle. Like we don't have no phone, no no internet, nothing, no wow. signal. Wow. So we are middle of the jungle. We was in our backpack. We were sleeping in hammocks. You needed that protein. Yeah, that. we yeah. needed that. Were, we, we had no food left. We yeah, had yeah. a tin of um, bloody um, tuna. Yeah. And crackers. That 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 was our lunch every single day. And then evening we were eating pasta. We were eating some light food, but that. One day, one day when we were chopping our uh, bamboo trees, you know where you yeah. have a chopping a bamboo tree, a bamboo shoot come out yeah. bottom of it. Yeah. So we were eating that. Then one day, my old guide was like, "If you want to try the live maggots, he picked it up from near the sea or something near the river, and he was like, picked it up. So I was like, "Yep." Then he brought it up a handful of it. I was like, "Yep." He would he start eating them. Ooh. So I was like, "Yeah." Big. It was like this small, like this tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about that tiny, man. It's not that big. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was nice experience, but I wouldn't eat it. And this was in Malaysia, you said yeah. Yeah, it was in Malaysia. It was in a Borneo. Wow. Like Malaysia has a two different part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two different islands. One the main part is in in part of Kuala Lumpur, uh, no? Uh, Kuala Lumpur yeah, is a yeah. part of it. But Borneo is separate where the Indo- Indonesia are. Yeah. So it's very interesting time to be there and then experience that. I don't know if I'm gonna try it out, man. I don't know. This is why I don't travel. I don't want to eat no snakes. No, <laughs> no I, don't, I don't know if you have been to Thailand. Yeah, I've been to Thailand. I've been to Thailand. Have, Thailand. You, um, have you been to the main road um, of Bangkok? Uh, what's it called? Kansong. Kansong uh, Road. Kosan Road. Kosan Road. Yeah, on I've that been, road, there's so many oh, insects oh, that they sell on the street. Don't get me started, man. I mean, I, I got offered eating scorpions, spiders. I mean, yeah. after you eat snake, like... <laughs> After you eat snake, there's, yeah. there's no limit at this point. Like you might as well eat scorpion as well. Ah, uh, I mean, you see, but in Thailand, I was gonna try it, but I've heard stories that those things, like the scorpions or whatever, they've been there for days, mm-hmm. so they just spray it with something to make it look fresh. So it's not really fresh. The snake, if you watch my video on YouTube, that was my first video. But um, the way it happened is, I went in this famous restaurant mm-hmm. in Vietnam, and um, there was a YouTuber called Bold, uh, Harold Boulder. I don't, I don't know if you guys heard of him. No. Uh, there's a guy called Bolden Bankrupt. He traveled around India. He's a very famous YouTuber from the UK, from Brighton. So, um, the, the, the white, uh, white yeah. dude, and like, he's like 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know the name, yeah, but yeah. I'll, I'll probably watch his videos. So him, he travels with a guy called Howard Boulder, uh, Howard Boulder or, or whatever, some guy from Norway. And this guy went to this famous restaurant in Hanoi in Vietnam. So that's the same restaurant I went to. But apparently this restaurant is only famous just for snakes. Literally, I jumped on a... Um, I jumped on the thing called, is it, is it Drift? I don't know, like something like some, some Uber app that they got over there, I, I can't remember. So literally I got there and then the guy couldn't understand what I was saying. You know what I mean? Language barrier. I said, yeah, I wanna, I wanna go to a special eat snake. The guy said, snake? I said, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so the guy drives me there. I go in the restaurant, I'm a six foot two black guy. Everyone's looking at me. And then I was like, ooh, who's this guy? Everyone's talking to me in Vietnamese. I don't know nothing in Vietnamese, just like certain words. And then um, I go on Google Translate. I, want, I, I come here to try snake and I want to film it. People just shaking their heads. Everyone was laughing. 
And then one guy came, he spoke a bit of English. He said, okay, cool, come, follow me, follow me. So I'm walking with him. And then in the back of the restaurant, there's like a, like a wall and there's mini doors. Inside those mini doors are different type of snakes. Rah. The first snake that he gets out, I can't remember the video, but I think it was a python or something. So he grabs it, some big, big snake. But in Vietnam, you gotta be very intelligent. The bigger the snake, the more money it's gonna cost. The smaller the snake, the less money it's gonna cost because obviously the kilo, the meat. Mm. So he gets out the python. I'm like, whoa, I'm moving back. I said, nah, papa. I don't want that one. <laughs> and then he's like, no, 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 eat, eat, eat. Come, 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 eat, eat, eat. I said, nah, brother, I don't want that one. I don't want that one. And then he gets out, um, and then there's a cobra. I said, nah, brother, I don't want that one. Then he gets no brother. <laughs> so I said to him, give me something that's got no poisonous. So I remember in Australia, when I was picking watermelons, there was a lot of yellow belly snakes. Yeah, yellow belly. And, they're, um, not, they're not poisonous. No, nah, they're not poisonous. Yeah. And most of the time you see them in the trees in Australia. So obviously he got me a yellow belly. Then the yellow belly bit him in the arm. I was like, oh mate, like you got bitten. Then the guy offered me to hold the snake. I said, nah, I'm okay, I'm okay. And How big was it? The snake, it, w- it was, it was, it was a fair size. It wasn't fat, but it was like you know, like decent meat. But it was, it was, it was, it was, was anxious. Decent meat. Yeah, yeah man, <laughs> man, it was anxious. I was scared myself. I was moving back, but the way that the transition happened, you know, like they cleaned it, they chopped the head off, you know, they they cooked it. They gave me three different type of uh, dishes to eat, so you can watch that video as well. I, I drank the snake's heart. It was moving in the glass. You can see it, man. Everything right. was everything was raw, bro. Everything I captured everything. Like you can see the whole video. Like by the time they kill, I haven't it, seen it to be honest. But, but we'll look into it. Yeah. We we should look. Uh, we should look it. Yeah, uh, what's yeah. it called? Is it Black Man Traveler on YouTube? Um, I think it's called Guy Eat Snake or something. I can't remember. Uh, what's your channel called? Oh, my, Black Man the Traveler. So Black Man and then D A for the and then Traveler. Black Man the Traveler. Black Man Traveler. Yeah, yeah. So we should definitely check it out. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 How was the how was the taste like when you first actually tastes like chicken? I don't care what anyone <laughs> says. Snake tastes like chicken. I swear, not even like man. It tastes like chicken, bro. Yeah, you like, know what? I was gonna try snake before. Like yeah. you know, I said, would you try it? But now that you said that it tastes like chicken, I want to try it. Tastes like chicken. I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you, man. But um, yeah, what happened is so they gave me three different dishes. Uh, one, one. I remember one was like a snake spring rolls. It was mm. weird. That was disgusting. Um, the other one was snake deep fried with a bit of. I remember there was like parsley and oregano. That was tasty. And the other one, I didn't know what it was. It looked weird. I didn't try that. But they were, you know, they're being so consistent. Try this one, try this one. I said, no, 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 no. Did you go alone or did you go with By it? myself. By nah, myself. You're brave. Yeah, man. You're brave. Yeah. By myself, yeah. man. Brave. But this is, this is what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. What is it that you kind of get from traveling um, that you can't get by staying in one place? I'll tell you one thing. Yeah, one thing I learned about traveling. Um, you appreciate life a bit more, you know? You humble yourself. That's the most important thing. Mm. Um, you gain a lot of knowledge because I've learned more from traveling around the world just from, just by the people that I've met, you know, and um, you understand life a bit more. So for me, the reason why I love to travel is because I, I love to, uh, you know, to understand different cultures, understand different beliefs and to show people, look, you can travel in this way. Life is not always about, I'm in a five-star hotel, you know, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Dubai, I'm doing a jet ski. Like there's more to that when you travel, you know. So yeah, that's why I must- What would you more. say to your- uh, black community culture. I'm saying yeah. you know, I'm using the word very carefully because yeah. every time you use a word black, um, yeah, and yeah. people come out. You're racist. You're racist. So I'm using this word very carefully right now. Saying so, you know, in the black community, yeah, like there's not enough travelers. Yeah. What would you say to them? Like why, why they should let their children go out experience? You know, I think the problem is, is um, there is a lot of black or let's just say people of color that travel, but they don't really go to certain countries because maybe they're just scared or maybe, you know, everything's done by the media, you know? Mm. So it's like, what I would say to people, like, don't be scared to travel. Don't be scared to go to Myanmar. Don't be scared to go to Vietnam. 
But when you do go, understand that the country has beauty. But mm-hmm. to discover that beauty, you gotta like, be the black sheep. Don't don't follow. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So just like be be that person that's gonna you know go there, speak to the local people. That's the first thing. When you go to travel, I speak to anyone that I see on the street. Yo, where you from? Blah 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 blah. So I can understand a bit of the lingo. Mm-hmm. I'm a type of person like if if I was to go to your country. I would rather go to your village. I wouldn't want to go to the capitals. I, w- I want to go to your village. You know what mm, I mean? And yeah. understand, you know, like that your raw, yeah, raw that, culture. Yeah, that raw culture. So let me tell you a little story of me. Yeah. So I, when I, before I booked a one-way ticket to Africa, yeah, yeah. I was told black people, black, they're, they're robbers, don't go there, don't do that. Yeah. So I was like to myself, my, my, I grew up with um, like one of my close mates. Yeah. You're from Ghana. Okay. From school. So right. did you say you booked a one-way ticket to Africa? Yeah, let me tell you oh, that. Wow. So, yeah, so, okay. so I was told, I was told like, oh, yeah, don't go to Africa. Like my community is um, it's like, um, it's like brainwash yeah, by yeah. media. Yeah. Like obviously what's happening in London, yeah. like, and people actually think that black people are the worst people. Yeah. So I said to myself, I book, um, um, I bought a camera like you did. I bought a camera and then got sacked from a job. Like I actually left the so job. So said, "Fuck it, fuck yeah. it." I'm booking. Fuck this, I'm going. So I actually book a ticket, one way ticket to Africa. Wow. So the country that I book it was Rwanda. So East oh. Africa. I'm so, half a random man. Yeah. So okay. it, it's so beautiful. Yeah. So I booked it. I have zero expectation. Okay. So I was like, I got there. I was a little bit nervous because what I've been hearing, what yeah. I've been hearing. So I went to Rwanda. So I stepped in. I was like, "Yeah, calm, man. People are calm. People." Did you go Kigali? Uh, Kigali. Yeah. Okay. So I went to Kigali for four days. Okay. Stayed in Kigali. Kigali has a most unique experience. It's like a Singapore of um Singapore of Africa. Yeah, clean, isn't it? So clean. Yeah. And I, I didn't expect this. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so clean. They're like it's cleaner yeah. than London, I would say. Yeah. London is dirty, man. So London every is. like in in when I say it's clean, right? Every like every month, once a month, people in public go out clean their own yeah. street. I've just got one question for you. Would you have done that if you didn't get fired? I wanted to do it, but it was a perfect time. Like, it was a perfect time. Like, yeah, I need to do it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. like everything happens for a reason. For a reason, but yeah. you got to be aware of what the reason Correct. is. So you got to learn to keep moving. So when I went to Kigali, I was like, my perspective will change. When I was in Kigali, there was a guy that I met from Uganda who's doing volunteer work in Uganda. He was like, oh, don't go there. You can't carry your cameras in um, Uganda like this. You're going to get robbed, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I had a perspective of like how Uganda become a narrow. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I had, it built my fear. So I actually booked a ticket from Rwanda to Uganda wow. on a on a like bus. So you done a cross-border video? Yeah, cross. Uh, so, so I was like, let me experience the raw. Like, let me see. So on a bus, I was the only Asian Asian brothers in like all. Yeah. Oh, as I as I was crossing the border, I was like, it was a weird feeling. People was welcoming, and then there was a guy that I was sitting with um, on a bus. He was like, he was just chatting to me. He was like very calm, and I was like, well, I'm experiencing this. Like, I would never experience it if I didn't book a one way ticket to Africa. So I got across the border, I went to um, Kampala yeah. in Uganda. Yeah. It was nice. But obviously when you go to the city, people are trying to just trying to take that money from you. Of like, course, of course. like trying to, they're hustler. The taxi man's a hustler. Like they're trying to charge more what they're getting paid. Like, Welcome to Africa. <laughs> but obviously there's, um, 
there's a rough places um, in Africa. There's a very good places Africa, but everyone experience has a different. You might get robbed anywhere in the world, but don't just pitch black people is yeah. is the place. Like if you go to Africa, you'll get robbed. Black people is um, black country. Like I'm saying this, yeah. Africa is the most beautiful places that I've been to. Like there's a nice waterfalls. Like yeah. in when you go to uh, Uganda, even in Kenya, Kenya is the most beautiful beaches that I've been to. Yeah. There's an island in. There's an island in North Kenya near Somali Somalian land. Yeah. Like I would never experience it if there's some some random woman was like from France. She was like, she's going up there and I just said I'll come in with you. Yeah. And then end up going to some amazing places that I've never been. Mm. And then I'm still connect I'm still like talk to them once in a while, like yeah. check up on them how they're doing. So that's that's my story. Then I went to uh, uh Dubai, the yeah. India. I was meant to go to Pakistan first, but I went to I couldn't get a visa because in during 2018 they didn't they didn't apply the they didn't do their online visa thing so okay. so I had to go they was telling me that go back to go back to your own country to get a visa I don't know I booked a ticket already so I was like to them like I got a booking ticket like, mm. like I'm in Dubai why would I go back to London to doesn't get a visa yeah, it doesn't yeah, make yeah. sense for me but for the law they have to follow it. so yeah. I lost a the ticket then a week later I book a ticket to go India. Then then I book an online ticket, online visa for India. They gave me within a day, so that oh. was amazing. So I was like, I'm going India. So that so on, so on. So so back to your back to you. Like when you yeah. actually went to Vietnam, yeah. What kind of experience? The first experience. Wow. Since I got to Vietnam, the first experience I had. I'm in the airport. I'm in Hanoi. Picture, picture, picture. That's boom. And I. Because huh? out here in like Asia, they don't really see that many black people. Man, I was the only black person in that airport, man. Or let's just say person, like people of color. Since since I'm there, picture, picture, picture. And I was like, what the heck? So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm just like, pictures, whatever. I'm trying to get a SIM card because when I travel, the you first thing- charge them for the pictures, man. It should have been like- I'm going to tell you a story. Hold on, hold on. I did, I did do that in Hanoi, man. So basically, um, uh, what happened is, so when I travel to any country, the first thing I do, I try to get SIM card. SIM card, that's the first thing that, that, that's, the that first that's the first thing that you need. Yeah, yeah. So like, wherever you go, yeah. SIM cards is a must. It's mandatory, man. Mm. It's mandatory. I don't do this little Wi-Fi. I don't do that, man. I need SIM card data in case I need to get a taxi or, you know, communicate with people like Google Translate. So I got a SIM card and this lady was just haggling me. Picture, picture, picture. Okay, cool. No problem. So I'm posing, whatever. And then um, I met this guy from Canada. He was in the same flight as me. So we so we took the same bus to go towards Hanoi. And then um lady then the, 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 the lady's friends come over, picture again. I'm like, what do you do with these pictures? So I went to Google Translate. You could take a picture of me, but what do you do with these pictures? She's just laughing, ha ha ha. Then okay, cool. So I'm in Hanoi for a couple of days and my partner comes over, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I'm walking in the streets with her, people were just bothering me. So what happened is I went I went I went on Google uh, Translate. I said, if you want a picture of me, I'm charging, I think, 25 or 30 Vietnamese dong. And I had it saved. I had a screenshot saved. So whenever someone touched me like this, yeah. I get my phone, boom, some people paid. Hustler. No lie. That's it. To be honest, why can't you just charge them? Like the worst case scenario, they're going to be like, no, I'm not going to take the picture. And yeah, like yeah. you're just basically back to where you started. And some people yeah. might pay for it. Yeah, yeah. And if some people are going to be giving like free photos and stuff, then. Because really, just... you know what? You don't even know what they do with these pictures, bro. Exactly. They could be yeah, discriminating yeah. you. They could be like some anti against colored people, bro. Yeah. You don't know. So pay, bro. But even then, like, I just see that as like, like to me, that's you like must go racism. It's like, it's like for, someone, for someone to get a photo with a black person and just be yeah. going around like, hey, like, I got a picture with a black yeah, person. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. kind of like, you know, that's that's crazy, man. But you know what it is? I don't blame them because they don't receive 
a lot of people of color that go on that part of the world. But bro, so, but what if a Vietnamese person came over to London and yeah. then they're just kind of like, yeah, like let me get a picture. Like, da, 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 da. I don't get that, man. But yeah, you see what I'm trying to say, yeah, though? Yeah, yeah. But obviously London's already multicultural. But then you know what it is? Enough, so. it, it also comes to multiculturalness and culture yeah, shock. Because yeah. if I was to go to, I don't know, somewhere like in deep, deep Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. or maybe somewhere maybe in South America that don't receive a lot of people of color, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand out. Yeah, yeah. So... In, in a sense, it's annoying, but in a sense, you need to understand it's their culture. Like if I was to go to China, man, there ain't no colored person in China. No, I get Let that. me tell you my story it's of China. Of China. Yeah. Right, so I came back from, so I was in Hong Kong, then I, I was meant to go to uh, North Korea. Wow. So then um, so I was in China, I was on at the tube station. Yeah. So there was a kid was looking at me weirdly. I smiled at me and waved at him. He was like, he looked hella shocked when I waved at him. <laughs> he thought I was some robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone in on that train, right? There's all like Chinese looking. And the kid was looking at me. He was like, keep coming, smiling. I was like, keep waving. Yeah. And um, I feel kind of everyone on the train looking at me for some weird way. I didn't say anything. I said to a kid, like, come over. And um, I was like, and the guy was like, pull, pull out his phone. He was like, can I take a picture? I was like, yeah, cool. And I felt something there at the moment. Yeah. I was like, there's not enough like Asian people. Like yeah. they have never seen like I had a long hair yeah. at the time, my hair was hella long. Yeah. And they didn't see someone like who looked weird. Yeah. And uh, on a train on not usual day. Not, it's not usual for them. And then the kid was like amazed by that. Yeah. And it's interesting to see like how people doesn't see the your skin tone or the way you look and then they're amazed by how people look. How did you feel inside, like deep down, when the person took a picture of you and you was interacting with them? Like, how did you feel as a person? I felt, I felt relief for yeah. one second. Yeah. Do you know why? Because um, the person experienced me as a human being mm. and connected me. I gave my energy. I was like smiling, like connecting, be bubbly. Do you like? I was in in a bad mood. Like when you're in a bad mood, you're a bit grumpy. You get one thing. So when I gave that good energy to the kids, that like, he will remember the rest of his life. I had a picture. The kid was will remember it. I had a picture with this guy, and um, like this guy looked kind of cool and like yeah. fun and like you know when you give that especially to the kids or when you give that good energy to them, and they they remember the moment for forever. You get where I'm coming from. Yeah. Yeah. That's so there's I felt relief. Like even though I did, I felt like I did a good thing for the kid. That's the thing. Yeah. I, was I made his day. That's the thing. People respond. It, it, I think it comes down to how people respond to differences. Yeah. I think. I think some people, obviously, some people might get angry. Some people might be like, it's just like, how does the person respond to something that's different to them, and yeah. what is the go-to response? So it's kind of like it's, it's down to to the individuals to kind of just show, like, you know, how they are as a human being. And 100%. do you know what I'm trying to say? So I'm, I'm sure there's been other experiences where like it wasn't as pleasant or. Oh I don't man, know. I, got, yeah. I got I got I got like when I was in when I was in Myanmar, people just when I got to the airport. I was, where was I? I think I was in Yangon. I got to the airport and the immigration officer just gave me some look like, yeah. what the heck? Yeah. Where do you come from? So I'm just there, man. <laughs> so I'm, I just. I'm do you know like, where I'm from? <laughs> do you know where I'm from? You're from? Yeah. Guess. Uh, uh, one of, two guesses. You get two guesses. Uh, I'm going to say three. No, yeah, two guesses. Uh, I'm, I'm confident. Wait, 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 can wait, I guess wait, as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah go I'm confident. I'm confident. After, I'm confident. After. I would say you're either from India or Pakistan. I wouldn't say Sri Lanka. <laughs> At two down already, your guess is gone. Oh, wow. so my guess, yeah, is if you're from planet Earth. Jeez, is that correct? correct? Yeah, that's I'm from planet Jeez. Earth. But the country that you were in, I'm from Burma. 
I'm from Yangon. I was born in Yangon. Yeah. No, you're lying. I swear. I can't even speak the language. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. Whoa, wow. So <laughs> you're the first Burmese person I've met in this country, bro. Wow. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, there's a lot of people say that of you're the wow. first Burmese person there. There's a lot of Burmese people in um in London, I'll say. Okay. There's about I'll say over a hundred thousand easily. Easily. Yeah, yeah, no, man. Yeah, no. I, I have a question uh, for you. Yeah. Um. So for me, language is such a beautiful thing. Yeah. Like different forms of communi- communication. Yeah. I want to like kind of get obviously what, how many languages do you speak and obviously what's your views? Uh, fluently. Um. To be honest with you, obviously English. Uh, Spanish a bit. Believe Instagram I, I, is a lie. I understand a bit of Spanish. Um. I understand in pure français, like like some basics in my mum's motherly tongue, Luganda. If you say something, I will respond. But I don't speak Luganda fluently, and then when it comes to Swahili, like on my father's side, I just know certain words, mm. certain words. And so, what's like your view on like on language like, as a as a whole? Because I don't know, like for me, I'd, like, yeah. so I, I started learning Spanish um, about two years ago. Like, Espanol. You know, and poco, and poco, um, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, the fresh yeah. is there. Yeah, nah, yeah. Um, I started learning Spanish two years ago um, yeah. on Duolingo. Yeah. And as I'm learning, I'm learning. I'm talking to people that are uh, fluent in Spanish or whatnot. Yeah. And I'm just learning. I'm thinking, oh, right. Language is actually such a beautiful thing. Yeah. Like different forms. You know, because obviously my my my, pe- my mom speaks. My parents speak Arabic. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm from Algeria, okay. and obviously I speak like basic conversation with yeah. her and my dad and my family wherever. Um. So like when when I when when I started like when I started getting kind of familiar with Spanish, like cool. Now I know, like I now know the three languages in a way. Yeah. And it's like that. So many different forms of communication. So like, to me, it's just beautiful, isn't it? So I just want to know, like, what's your views on language? I think well? languages. I think it's important when like whenever you travel to a country. Like whenever I travel to a country, I like to know the basic words in those countries that I'm in, because I'm not I'm not like those, like I know I'm one of like typecast or stereotype certain English people, but when English people go to certain country, they prefer just to speak English, you know. Yeah. Oh mate, how's it going, mate? Yeah, blah blah. Nah, I'm not that type of person. If I was to go, if I was to go to uh, to Myanmar, I would understand certain words like hello, how are you, thank you. You know what I mean, like the basics. If I was to go to some in South America, the same. You know what I mean? If I yeah. was to go to a Arabic speaking country, the same. I think that just shows a bit of respect towards them. Mm. You wanna you wanna integrate and yeah. appreciate the culture. Yeah, I want to than, integrate, yeah. And how English people go over like, yeah, fuck you, like yeah, yeah. they're the best, like fuck your culture. You know, like kind of English thing. people like I would say the London house, I wouldn't say the whole of England. I would say yeah. especially like when I was in Dubai. When I was in Dubai and then they were saying like English people get arrested all the time. Like especially from Britain, bad reputation. Yeah, bad reputation. But do you, do you think? Do you think it's London? Yeah. Is it Londoners that get arrested, or is it just uh, like people? I don't know, but they, they said they're Britain people. Like mm-hmm. I will say, they are reckless. We are reckless. Londoner, the Britain people, or English people are the reckless. Of we have the most freedom in the world because yeah, we can we colonize like Britain people. Brit, British colonize the whole world. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It seems English because English is such a universal language in a, in a way that. Majority of schools around the world actually learn English. Yeah. I was like, like when I went to um, when I was at Luxembourg with Leo, all of them spoke English. When I went to Bur- um, Bulgaria, they all spoke, spoke English. Yeah. So that's why, like, when an English person, speaking person goes to another country, they're like, they expect you to speak English because you learn it in school. They're, but they're, that's the problem. I think that's, that, yeah, that's a problem. To me. I think I think respect respect is very important whenever mm. you travel, man. Yeah, hundred percent. I judge people by their actions. That's that's how I am. Mm. I'll judge you by actions. I, I don't judge you how you dress. I judge you by your actions. Mm. So if I was to go to another country. They, I think they also they expect the same respect that I'm going to show them. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So whatever energy you give me, I'm going to give the same energy back. That's what I that, believe. That in. Big, big, big. Energy, so, energy work, like 
energy never end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So energy work on a level where you give it to them. If you're yeah. angry with me, yeah, like I'll get angry even though I'm not angry. You get where yeah. I'm coming from because you're yeah. you're tapping that. You're tapping to that fuse yeah. to get. What about what about rising above that? You know, sometimes like yeah. I've had instances where someone's giving me a certain energy, yeah. but then I'm obviously I had both in it. So I've had where someone's giving me the energy, I'm coming back with the same energy. Yeah. But then I found the best times here where when I responded like in a completely different way. So it's like if I know someone's about to have like a road rage, then I'll just give like a completely different response. It's like. You know, it's like saying like, hey, like I'm going to give you 10 pounds now. And then the person's like, what? Like, you know, like, do you know, does, does that make sense? It's like. I've had, I've had experiences like when I was in Thailand and in, um, in Kansan World, it was like in a bar, wherever I'm getting juice, people, I'm with like a bunch of backpackers and then there were some English people. And the guy was just so drunk. He was just like off his head. And then he was just shouting at the Thai uh, waitress. I think it was a wait waitress or, you know, Thailand is a bit funny. You think it's a girl, but it's a bit weird. Isn't it? So they were shouting at like, <laughs> the, the waitress or the waiter or whatever, not being disrespectful. But then, um, the guy was so rude. He's like, what? I don't understand what you're saying, mate. Speak English, blah, 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 blah. I think, hold on a minute. You're in a foreign country. They don't have to speak your language. Yes, mm. You know what I mean? So that comes down, down that, that comes down to your question, you know, like with the language. With the language. You know, I think if you travel, respect other people's cultures. If people dress in a funny way, that's because they come from that culture and they come from, you know, they come from that, from that, from that country. When you used to come to the UK, people think, oh yeah, London, it's great. It's this, it's that. London is so diverse, man. This is one of the most diverse cities in the world. Mm -hmm. So 100%. when people say London, man, there's so many cultures, bro. Mm. Every area has every area has has got its own culture. You know what I mean? They've got their own way of communicating. But when us as English people go abroad, we we we've got this status and this you know we have this thing that we are the best. We are, no, we are nowhere near the but best. But I don't know. That's just that from we my perspective. Near, like, for example, from from my point of view, after yeah, I've yeah. been traveling many countries, yeah. we are nowhere near the best because yeah. we are stuck in an island. Just remember, we are stuck. And this is why I say this: that England or U UK is yeah. an open prison. Yeah, I open say prison. This, open prison. That's you a can big go. Word. <laughs> like, prison. So you can go anywhere. Any, the punishment everywhere. is rain. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say open prison because so you yeah. can do whatever you want. Yeah. But you're stuck here. You don't want you you want to stay and you want to leave at the same time. Yeah. Exactly. That's like one of those um. What's those prisons? I've got the cool word. It's actually fun. Like you go to like there's a prison. Uh, I think I, I, I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. But like you go there and there's like football tournaments and like, ping pong and stuff like that. And it's oh. actually kind of fun. Is that in the UK? Prison. Yeah, it's still prison. Yeah, in London or not. Um, wow. Sorry. But then there's like, it's still a prison. You're still locked up. You still can't go anywhere else. Like yeah. You're having fun. You're no, having I'm, saying, I'm, I'm not saying that. You can't get out. People in the comment, like, don't get on to me. I'm saying it because of get what I him. felt. Get on to him. Get on to him. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm, I'm getting on to you right now. Like, open. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love, I love London. I no, love London. Don't get me, don't get me, don't get me wrong. Listen, listen. I don't love, I don't love London. I love people in London. I love the diverse, I love This is why I love, this is why I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't like London. I just love the people that travel from different parts of the world. To be honest, mm -hmm. so obviously when I moved from Lithuania, it's like yeah. what you were saying earlier, yeah. like there's not like in Lithuania, there's, I've probably seen like one one or two maybe like people like with colour or yeah. more melanin if I was to phrase yeah. it that way because I don't know, like, I don't want to come, yeah. come across in a certain way. But anyway, so when I moved from Lithuania to London, I was on a bus here yeah, and I was sitting on a bus for like over 24 hours. That's that's how the journey was anyways. Well, I didn't fly. So anyway, my bum was hurting. I can't lie. <laughs> like sitting on a bus what for 24 hours. What experience do you have? What experience do you have? So, but but, but, the, but the, the craziest thing is when I was 
moving to London, I was 12 at that time. And me going from like, predominantly just seeing white people all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like I've entered London and I'm just seeing all sorts of people. Like I'm seeing Chinese, da, da, da. I'm seeing every, like I've, I was just seeing all different types of cultures. Yeah. So what was your and experience? I, listen, I thought I was in a movie. The moment <laughs> I entered London, yeah. yeah. I swear to God, I was disorientated for the next like two weeks. Wow. I didn't know like everything just felt like, like everything was different. You know how, you know, the, the cars on a different side, everything's just completely different. If you go to like Eastern Europe here, yeah, like they have like a certain setup in terms of the zebra crossings and yeah, other yeah. things and mm. traffic lights and everything's different. Cause London is like, it's like, I will, everything just kind of, I will be around and stuff. I think that's the beauty of this city. It's the diversity that makes this city. Mm. Forget about all the financial, whatever, financial capital, whatever they want to call it. If, you know, if you take out all the immigrants, London yes, is man. dead. Yeah, 100%. I mean, this country was built on immigrants itself. Yeah, 100%. So when people come to London, like for me, as a as a blogger, whatever you want to call me, I'm actually doing certain London documentaries as well. And I'm showing people the diversity mm. of, of the city. We'll probably work on some future project that I'm yeah. working on right now. Okay. Yeah, so we can do yeah, stuff together. 100%. Um, do you, do you, so do you, I, I want to go back, sorry, I want to go back on... Um, about, about what you're talking about when you're traveling and respecting the culture or whatnot. Yeah. I think uh, perspective is a very, very big thing. I think perspective is a very, very big thing when it comes to traveling. Yeah. It's like, so let's say, for example, when I went to Bulgaria, yeah. um, there was like a bunch of people from different countries there. So like there's a couple of Romanian lot, there's a couple of Bulgarians, there's a couple um from, uh, I think it was Malta or something. Big up the Eastern Europeans, yeah, man. Big up, man. I would love yeah. to go there. <laughs> yeah. That was my plan to go. Yeah. I was planning to go to Poland, but uh, that never Ooh, happened. in Poland. I was planning to go to Poland, but it never get happened. Ready to get stared at, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. been a funny experience. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. So, so, so one, one of the activities that we did was um, uh, it was actually so lit. It was like, so you're in, you're in a group of um, so they're putting groups in it, like yeah. in groups of five or six, whatever. Yeah. And in that group, there'll be like a bunch of people, like so, some people from England, some people from Bulgaria, some people from wherever. And the thing is, like, like come up with a game. Actually, no, sorry, sorry, tell it. Everyone be in their own country, sorry. And the thing was, come up with a game they used to play as a kid. Yeah. And obviously, because of different cultures, it's mad. So we did we did Duck Dog Goose. I'm saying it's like, oh, this is, a, this is a game we played as a kid, whatever. Yeah, I know the games that they were playing was crazy. Like we're talking, like, I'll, like, I'll, this, well, I got a video of it, so I, so I got proof. So the man, we they'll be bent down over here. So one guy we bent over, okay, and then the guy be behind him bent over with his head under between his legs, yeah. And then someone, was, and then the idea is that someone has to run and kind of jump over all of them, jump over all of them. <laughs> that's that's the Bulgarian games. Yeah. So I'm thinking you know you play this as a kid, yeah. So like when you when I saw it for the first time, like that's crazy, crazy, but then I realized. Oh, perspective, man. Like, to them, Doctor Goose is crazy. Doctor Goose is a weird game to them because it comes. It's a culture shock. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's That's why I love that like, perspective. Is such a I, big I, thing. I agree with that. I think everything's a matter of perspective, and we could talk about that for time. But I have a question for both of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cheers. When you travel, yeah. Yeah. What experience are you looking for? Big. I'll let you start. Ooh, what experience am I looking for? Yeah, you kind of you did touch on it a little bit earlier. That's that's why yeah. the question came to my head. Um, rawness, bro. Mm. I'm looking for rawness experience. I'm looking to integrate with the local people. But the word I would say is just raw, man. Raw. Because it did say you'd rather go to the village than the city. I'd rather go to yeah. the village than the city because what am I going to benefit from the city? Well, apart from. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, okay, if I, like, for example, if I was to go, uh, if I was to go to Lithuania, yeah, I'll go to the capital city. I'll probably spend minimum, I won't lie, be honest, maybe two, three days in the city. After that, I'm on a hitchhike. I'm going to get out of that city. Yeah, because the villages show more, but because the city, like, like, central London and east London are two very different places. Two different places, but. Like, the village is very different, too. Like, yeah. The, the city hides yeah. what the country really is. 100%. 100%. Now, when you come to London, I'll say people, when you come to London, go to the inner, just go to the inner city of London. I'd, I'd, I'd like to debate that because I'm I'm just thinking of back home and I'm just thinking how the capital 
and like the difference between capital and the villages and stuff yeah, yeah. and i feel like yes there's, there's a huge difference however i wouldn't say the city's hiding it i just say that living two different lives like one is more like kind of like nature you know like farming sort of lifestyle like they're completely disconnected from uh, what you were saying at the beginning they're disconnected this. from the noise yeah and and in a city like it's still it's not that it's not part of the country it's yeah. just they live their life differently it's no, like it's more modern like, more this and that because the airport is like the airport like oh because there's an airport here people are going to come to our country this is the first thing they're going to see you want it to be like a good thing so like they kind of like, like in a way what they're doing is they're, start, they're trying to push all the good thing in your face so that you leave a good good kind of um, image of the country but, but then, but then is, that, is that good like what is good like, I, think, I, think, what, I think that's what we need to redefine what's your what's your, uh, what's so your perspective I I was I would say the city in a city you'll never find the actual culture of a country okay you'll never find you'll probably find it in the houses but mm. you'll never find the actual real culture of it uh, as you said yeah never find it you will have to go out from the city yeah to experience that so when I go traveling I look out for people experience I speak to the people what people go through mm. um what people like like I don't I don't plan from I don't plan from like before I get to the country. Mm. I plan in the country. Oh, swear down. So I'm oh, different than me. <laughs> yeah. So I plan in the country because okay. so I want to, um, I want to make it like unique. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. cause if I plan before I go there, you'll never experience what, what's written for you there. Do you get, do you get where I'm coming from? I'm going to take the advice what you just said right now. Actually. So I like I go there, speak to the locals, speak to their hosters. I they ask them and like, good questions to them yeah and they'll be like i'm ready to show you around yeah. go to these places because they they live there for all their life do you get where i'm coming from and then you do a google search hey i need to go to this place do a good place no you don't go to the place you go to the local places and then to experience that's why like, i ask the local people I speak to the local if i come to london now, for the first time, I'll ask someone like, who live in London, so what's the best places that you've been to? Yeah. Do you get where I'm coming from? And you'd be, oh, yeah, this is the best place that I've been to. Yeah. You should go visit. Not no tourist traps. Not tourist trap. tourist no tra- tourist traps. No hacker sands. No gauchos. Tourist traps are the, um, like, it's designed for you to enjoy. But I'm not saying don't go to that. It's, but it's an there. image. They're trying to give you an image of the country as a whole. By yeah. just this no, they're just trying to make money, you know, man. Do you know, yeah, the, the reason I said that, because I, when I was in Barcelona... There was a guy I was doing a um, tour with. I asked him, what do you do in your spare time as you've been living here for a while? I was like, I just go on my bike. I just go and walk. I walk around without a mat. When he said that to me, I was like, what kind of stuff do you see? I was like, many things. Like many unique stuff. So I did the same thing when I, when I, when I went back to Barcelona. I said to myself, I'm going to hitchhike from Barcelona to London. I don't know how long it will take, but I'll do it with less than hundred pounds. Did you do it? Yeah, I, I managed to do it. It lost me. It took me twelve days. It was hard. Barcelona to London. Barcelona, oh, thousand, thousand miles to London. This is what it's called in on um, it's three or four episode. I want to check that. out. So it's about twenty minutes long, and um, like the first night I slept in a park because um, because um, of a bad, like the language barrier. Because of what he said, what I said, it was yeah. completely different. I thought he was gonna. Find me a place, but uh, I end up sleeping by the beach in a park. And then in the morning, police came. They're like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "See." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, "You can probably see or something." I was, a, I was, I only had four hours sleep. Yeah, yeah. Then I had um porridge in my bag, and I went to a little bar, a little bar like breakfast, breakfast club or something, and I'd go there and then ask them like, "Can I get hot water?" 
And I told him my story. He was like, yeah, have some coffee as well. So I got to uh, pay for the coffee. But I didn't want to take it. Like, the guy was so kind. But also I lost the phone. Like, I didn't have no like, communication or anything. So it was it made it two times harder. Because when you don't have a phone during 2018. Yeah. Oh, no, 2000, it was in 2019 when I did that. Wow. So I had no communication. I didn't know how to get there. It was like... It was the best experience, I would say, because we're not having phone and I was using my laptop as a navigation. I kind of had the same experience with you, actually. So I, I lost the phone and like I said to myself, I have no, I've, I didn't have a sleeping bag or anything. Wow. No sleeping bag, no no tent. So you slept well on the beach. Yeah, so I left like, I, do you know, there's a, there's a <laughs> flipping, do you know in the children part, there's a way you go up and then there's yeah. a hills. So I slept in between of that. Oh, man. It was in the morning. I was feeling freezing, like freezing. It was like during yeah, September if you, time. If you, so you went, you knew you was going from, but that was not a plan. My yeah, plan was plan. to yeah, yeah, yeah. like use the phone to take a flight. Um, no, not flight boom. Do you know there's an app called um, Couch Surfing? I don't know. You oh, have heard couch of. Surfing, yeah, yeah. So I was planning to do Couch Surfing. <laughs> couch Surfing basically, those are people that you don't know. Like when you go to travel different countries. Uh, you ask local if I can stay with them. Yeah. Oh, it's well, not. It's not free. Kind of thing, isn't it? Airbnb, but you don't have to pay for it. But yeah. if you want to give the donation to the housemates, okay, yeah. and you bring your actual culture to them, I want to do that. But that didn't happen. So I only I felt the rule, and then next following day I met some stranger on a on a train, and um like we don't speak a language. Yeah. She was speaking Spanish and um, I think Portuguese. She's from yeah. Brazil. She was living. I met a ran, random woman. Start speaking to her, and I met some guy, and we got high on a on a train station. Oh, love uh, to that. <laughs> um, we got high, and the conversation started. It was bilingual, like we were speaking no language, yeah. but we were speaking at the same time. Yeah, Do you yeah. get where I'm from, coming yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. Where there was yeah, no so language. That's actually really funny. You're like, high and you're talking to each other. No, like we just. I get what you mean. Like it's more about the body language, body and language, just the energy, yeah, and just. Yeah, yeah. You know, you probably felt like in a in a similar like sort of space yeah, as the yeah, other yeah. person. Anyway. So there was a yeah. two, uh, there was a couple from Brazil. They were doing similar stuff. They were hitchhiking across Euro Europe, and we we're talking. We were carrying it. This girl's like, "I'll show you Girona. Girona is one of the um, Catalan city, like most beautiful city. You should go definitely go there when you go to Barcelona. It's about two hours away from um, Barcelona. Uh, with driving about forty five minutes, I'll say." Um, Girona was beautiful. She was like, let me show you around the town. She showed us around. We got connect well as I was filming and they, they kind of enjoyed it. It was like, it was like, it was around eight o'clock ish. And then she was like, we, we went back to our place and, and like, I have no clue where I was staying. Let me tell you this. I have no clue where I was staying. There was a jar, like massive jar, full of weed. She was like, let's smoke. I smoke. I just conked out. I conked out. I don't normally smoke, but I conked out. And I'll end up sleeping. And then they was like, yeah, you're welcome food. I made the food for them. I made the food for them, made the breakfast. And they enjoyed the vibe. It, I would never experience that if I didn't, if I was like, oh, I lost my phone. I didn't want to do it anymore. Do you get where I'm coming from? And you said this started yeah, from when you met that guy. I remember going back to your story. And yeah. Again, you said, because that guy said, you said, how do you travel without a map? And boom, he recommended yeah, you that. Like, that was three years before that when he okay, said that okay 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 then I, I went back to barcelona after that and um yeah. with with boys and um they was like they're going they're taking a flight back i was like i'm hitchhiking back to london barcelona to london hitchhiking yeah hitchhike like people oh, said you could you could have used that so 100 bad. pound you could have used that 100 pound to take a flight but i actually want to feel 
Yeah. Um, you wanted, being a you wanted the person. process. You wanted the experience. The yeah, process. Yeah, yeah, you didn't yeah. want to just like take a like. Just let me just. I, I nearly got arrested two times as well. Like, hitchhiking. Yeah, from hitchhiking because you're not allowed to hitchhike on a um, highway in Spain. So not in France. So I was standing on um like on a motorway and a hitchhiking. The Fed came up and the Fed was like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" And and um yeah, you're not allowed to stand here. You, you put me. They, they, that was the first time. The second time. The second time was he he picked me up and dropped me to next exit. Hey, so he helped you out. He helped me out. Was it like it was about at least ten k, ten k distance. Yeah, Fred gave me hitchhike, uh, which was I, the, the, he he broke the rules himself. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to hitchhike, but I'll drop you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the title of your YouTube video. <laughs> that would have been sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should review that again. Now. I you should get his name. So I got his badge and his name, man. <laughs> you feel that? That would have been sick, man. Next 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 spot where we was hitchhiking like. Before the entrance of the like in France where you have to pay for toll charges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was standing right, right near, nearby the tools, and there was a guy from I think South American, and he was a half French. I can't remember where he's from. So we were standing, and police came and took us ID, passport. Because as I, as I was brown, like if I was standing alone, I would have got arrested. I would, yeah. I know that for hundred percent. But I was with that the white brother, like white looking brother. Um, and he came up. The guy was a bit rude, and yeah. like was speaking to me. Came up to me. It's like you're not allowed to stand here or arrest you. Blah blah blah. You shouldn't go to this place. It's like this is a free spot. Yeah. You're not allowed to stand. I was like, yeah, but that white brother saved me on that day because he was on the same page. He was doing hitchhiking to somewhere. And, and I was in France. And that was in France. And then like we nearly got arrested. It was like if we come back within next 45 minutes and you guys still here will arrest you france is uh i don't know yeah so they've got their own problems right now france has always been yeah like, so yeah uh, that was um that was really interesting uh when i'll say hitchhiking from barcelona to london and wow. um, back to you when you went to burma yeah, yeah. as i'm from burma yeah what kind of experience that you face experience that i faced um just people just staring you know picture picture but you know what out of all the countries i traveled to i would i'll say burma was probably the the first country that I, that I love with all the countries I've travelled to because the rawness there's not a lot of tourists out there man yeah it's so raw bro it's and that's what I love about it it's, it's so what raw. places do you go um so basically I, I started off in Yangon I went to uh, Mandalay yeah I went to Kalawa I done the trekking tour from Kalawa to the inner lake that took me about three days trekking that was sick my first yeah. ever trekking when I do it again though because it's <laughs> a bit of a tourist track but it is good experience um. I tried to, the plan was, was to go from Burma towards Bangladesh. That was the plan. It was locked off. But it was locked off. Yeah. So my plan was to go all the way from Burma, all the way to Dhaka and actually do a cross-border video. But, but of course, of the religious political war that's going on. Yeah, I went to both sides. The both sides, I actually went to check it out. But I, yeah. I made a video about that. But there's more more to that, which yeah. I will talk about that yeah. later. I was literally restricted. But uh, I would say Burma, like hospitality-wise, man, people are so polite, bro. People are so friendly. You don't I'm understand. <laughs> I, was I swear, like in Burma, man, out of all the countries I've traveled, people are so polite. You know, like people giving me like freebies and that, you know, like free this, free that. And then the second country that I would say that was the best, like apart from Burma, the second country, I would say Turkey, because I just came out from Turkey. Man, yeah. in Turkey, outside of Istanbul, it's beautiful. Mm. You know, in Istanbul, I think Istanbul is too much of a tourist trap. Because yeah, it's just like, you know, you got the Grand Bazaar, you got the Blue Mosque, the Sofia. It's just. I want to go there so bad. For me, Istanbul, it's not worth it. Two days, get out of there, get out. And then I, I actually I hitchhiked from Istanbul to Ankara, but I got stuck on the on the motorway. And then um, 
I was hitchhiking from, uh, from Istanbul to Ankara, then I got stuck, and then it, uh, I got stuck at maybe like five or 6 p.m., it got dark. Didn't know what I was doing, I was panicking, I was like, shit, man. There was like wild dogs, there was like a village on top of a cliff behind me, like a little ghetto, like it was like houses, but like no roofs. Mm-hmm. And then um, the first car that I hitchhiked, I took the guy's um, number on WhatsApp, so I was talking to him on WhatsApp, I said, look, bro, can you get me? The guy said, cool, where are you? Then I said in my location, I was like three hours out, he said, oh, cool, that's gonna be a hundred pounds for me to come get you. I was like, bro, is it even worth it? So I was like, okay, cool. So I just kept him on the side. And then um, there was, then I called the taxi services online and then they said to me, cool, we're going to come get you. It was weird. The guy gave me his number. I talked to him on WhatsApp. Two random guys came to pick me up. One guy was walking in the motorway. He said, yo, I'm looking for Amir, Amir. Is this Amir? I'm like, yeah, who's this? Like it was, it was pitch dark. I'm just sitting there in my backpack, putting my thumbs up for someone to stop people just ignoring me. Maybe because I was too dark and it was, and it was dark anyway. And then this guy comes and then he said, yeah, come, come. I've come to pick you up. I'm like, no, I'm waiting for the taxi guy. No, 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 no. Then he showed me the conversation with the taxi guy. So we walk in, I've got my backpack. I've got my camera. I think it's shot film, but I thought, no, man, I was scared. So then we literally climbed the top of a cliff. Then we ended up in the village. And then there was another guy there. And then there was a kid. And then they had the car, like a four by four. Then there was like a little German shepherd. And the dog was barking. I was like, oh my God, am I going to get killed or something? <laughs> so I was like, hey, hey, Melaba, Melaba, Yeah, yeah, Melaba, Melaba. And then I was like, salam alaikum, alaikum salam, you're Muslim. Yeah, yeah. And then things started to come down a bit. And I went on Google Translate. I said, by the way, uh, YouTuber, YouTuber, uh, abone, abone, that means subscribe yeah. in Turkish. He was like, YouTuber. I was like, yeah, yeah. Then, then, then I realized, okay, wow. This is- mm, Some famous brother, Yeah, this Danny. is a blogger. <laughs> and then what happened is I jumped in their car and then I'm negotiating with them. Then they drove me like half an hour far out, I don't know where I was, into some remote um, petrol station. Then they said, stay there, stay in the car. And I was like, fuck. I was like, man, am I gonna get killed? So I went on my Instagram. I was like, look guys, I'm, I'm in this car, blah, blah, blah. I'm hitchhiking, check these guys out. So what I do when I hitchhike here, I go on my Instagram, I go live for like five minutes. Mm. I get a picture of the people to let people know, look, I'm, I'm with these people. Then I might send my location to like three or four people and that's it. So if anything happens, at least you know who the last person I've I was with. I've never done that. That's the only <laughs> yeah. thing that I do to protect myself. But in Turkey, overall it was sick. Everyone was getting people giving me free tea. Um, I went to some random people's houses. And I was sick, man. So, like, time is getting to end as yeah. well. So, I have a few questions. Yeah. So, uh, the first one is, how many countries have you been to? Ooh, um, I can't count, but it's been more than more than 15. More than 15. Yeah, yeah. And, and what's your plan with your traveling? So, basically, my next destination is, um, I will be going to Albania soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe in January or February. I'm going to hitchhike from Albania all the way to Romania. I'm going to do some cross-border videos. Then after that, the biggest journey I've got next year will be sometime in June, July. I will be going to India for four months, but within it's India. It's going to be very hot. Yeah. I'm going to be ready, man. I lived in Australia, so I got... Yeah. Yeah. And then the last, um, not last, there's two two questions. Yeah. Right. So before I said the last one, yeah, the one that I'll say, what was the three tip would you give it to the color cultures yeah. um, for traveling? The first one, don't be scared. Come out of your comfort zone. Second thing is travel war. You save a lot of money and you gain a lot of knowledge. And the third one is just, um, just do it, bro. Mm. That's it. The f- three tips I can give. I like the third one the most. Just do it. Look yeah. at Nike thing and that. Look at Nike sponsorship. No, no, I, no, I agree with that. I feel like yeah. sometimes the, the only thing that stops people from doing it is doing it. Like, yeah, just do it. Not doing it. That, yeah. Like you said to me many yeah. times, you overthink it. it. And yeah, yeah. Just don't do copy it. people. Just, just, just be yourself and just do it. Yeah, you know what I did? I did. Um, like, I don't want to even talk about it. I don't want to use it. I copy someone how they do their videography because even I have okay. a raw experience. Yeah. So that put me in a barrier, barrier 
Do you get where I'm coming yeah, from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still stick with me till today. I should have done that. Those are mistakes. Because I, I had no guidance when I was doing filming because I didn't learn that. Yeah. That was my mistake. That, that's a story for another time. Yeah. But uh, lastly, we have this question for every every audience. Yeah, yeah. What have you learned from your what have you learned from your past life? And that's the first one. From my past life, what have I learned? Um I was vulnerable. Like, I was I was I was like misled, you know, because obviously I had no guidance in my in my era. I was always I was always following people in my era, you know, yeah, let's do this, let's do that. So what I've learned from now is um I'm a better person because I've learned more than traveling than what I've learned in the education system in the UK. I don't care what anyone says. There's certain things that they they teach you in the education system over here, you don't get that from traveling. Mm. You know what I mean? And I've humbled myself and I've learned that, you know, like life is more than just just sitting in your area, in the block or whatever people want to call it. Get out there, experience life in a different way mm. and you're going to you're going to change your perspective in the way you think as a human. Lastly, and it's uh, what would you tell to yourself in the future? Yeah. Let's say you're watching this. Yeah. And next in five, ten, ten years down the line, what would you tell to your future self? To my future self, Ooh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't this know. is a question that we ask majority of. What would I tell my future self? Um, that you're like, let's just think, just think like, if ten years down the line, yeah, yeah, and you're watching this clip again, yeah. What would you tell? What would you say to your future self? Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations! Mm. You, 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 you set a trend. For colored people in general, you know, to travel, you started a a trend mark. You know, you're, you know, what I mean, like you're you're bridging out that gap between us. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to be rude, but between the white Western people. So my aim is to be the first colored person from inner city London to travel the world, mm-hmm. but in a raw sense, and to say, look, guys, we can do it. So in ten years' time, hopefully, I would I'll just say congratulations in a whole fundamental way. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Thank you very much thank for you, thank coming. You. And then before we end up, yeah, if yeah. you have anything to say to the audience yeah. or promote anything, what's coming up? Guys, I would say make right sure here, cameras guys, right I would say make sure you subscribe yeah, to Airtime Prime. Yeah, because they're doing a lot of positive things for the community. And what they're doing here is also they sh- they're getting people to come on their platform and to show the diversity of things that's happening around the world. So the first thing I'll say is subscribe to these people. Yeah. The second thing I would say is check out um, my blogs. It's Black Man. Uh, DA The Traveller on YouTube Instagram is Blackman underscore The Traveller um, like I said I will be going to Albania soon hitchhiking from Albania to Bulgaria that should be in sometime January the next year in July I will be going to India for four months but I will be going to Pakistan and Bangladesh as well and I will be hitchhiking from India to Pakistan so yeah check that and out and also big up Burma go in there go <laughs> to Burma man make sure make sure <laughs> and it goes for and Lithuania too love us Litas I'd love to go there but yeah no I was going to say full of gratitude for you being here man thank you like really respect that we learn a lot from you today I appreciate it you've got some inspirational stories and also I feel like you sharing the perspective of travelling I feel like you put me there without having to travel you know what I'm trying to say so I feel like that's a powerful thing to do I appreciate that man and yeah man and you're doing it man you're doing it keep doing it the tip they said just do it you're doing it like it's you man so that's right yeah, man, I appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, anyway, just peace out. And then thank you for listening. And we'll see you next episode. Peace. Take care.